Let's keep working, people. Are we getting there? Yeah. Run real 10 again. I think we're duplicating a shot here. See, a movie doesn't come all on one big reel. It comes on a few. You got your thinking. You got your editing. How, how soon do you think we'll be able to get this cut? Welcome to the Postcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Postcast Podcast. Uh... Today's a little bit of a different episode. It's just me and Jimmy today. Hi. So uh, it's uh, I'm Jim Chalice, I'm a filmmaker and editor, and uh, in front of me, the only person in front of me. It's I'm Jamie. I I help make movies too. I edit and eight assistant edit. Yep. 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 Uh, so today is the uh, we're doing the namesake episode. Yeah. Because we've done at this point, so I guess you could say 17 hours worth of material before this, or 16 I think, hours. I think there's more than that actually. Right. There's easily like 30 hours worth of material before this. The 16 released hours, yeah. let's just say. Something and like that. And we barely, I think we, I think the last episode we kind of got onto the topic. Yeah. You and I try to scratch the surface when it comes to editing. Yeah. And it always kind of, we look at each other and it's like, oh, well, this is too technical. Maybe we should bring this into something else. Yeah. So and, we've been talking about this episode for a long time. Yeah, and now yeah. here we are. Yeah. So we're finally, we're finally doing the nerd episode. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the workflow episode, the, I guess. The workflow Jesus. episode. Yeah. It's going to be good. The bummer episode. Yep. So we're going to talk about Avid versus Premiere? Avid versus Premiere. Oh. And we could throw in Final Cut, but I mean, really. I mean, like, who wants to talk about that? I mean, we don't really have to do yeah, that. want to talk about Sony Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Vegas. They tried so hard. They, you know, they did their best. They really did. Yeah. Really, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go into it. Yeah. Yeah, Vegas. The thing with Vegas was that they sandwiched it with, or they, like, tacked it on to their Vio products. Mm-hmm. So you could only get, you could really only get it if you got a Vio or it only really worked yeah. well if you got a Vio. It was weird. It, it feels like, um, uh, you ever worked with like a C300 camera? Yeah. You know, uh, when Canon comes out with their like browser. Yeah. So you could like view the, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. kind of felt like that. Yeah. It was like a precursor to those kind of browsers. Yeah. And, um, I think at the time they're like, oh, we can edit with this. But in reality, it was just like a... It's a browser. It was a browser. Yeah. It was just a look at footage. Yeah. Um, and they added some like little editing things here and there, but right. they just weren't there. No. And it's weird. It always surprises me when when a company like comes out with an editing software, especially when like, uh, a company like Avid yeah. owns the post-production scene for so yeah. long. Yeah. And they're like, We're, we could contend with these people, but right. they're not willing to... Um, they're not willing to like kind of cop. I hate to I hate to say this out loud, but kind of copy their right. their structure yeah. and like turn it into your own ideas and see mm-hmm. what sticks. And that's what Adobe is doing so well right now. Yeah, I mean, just that's kind of the issue with. I shouldn't say the issue. That's kind of the brilliant part about Adobe is that they 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 really got smart and they were like, okay, look, we're gonna take what we like and we're you know, actually no, they're kind of doing their own thing. I don't know what I'm saying. No, well, <clears throat> when they first started, they are doing their own thing now. Right. But when they first started, they they were aware that they were going into a market that's pretty much dominated yeah. by Avid. Yeah. Rightfully so, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> and rightfully so. It's it, I'm I'm extremely biased in this conversation. No, me too. Like yeah. I, I love Avid. Yeah. Um I I'm like I worked with Premiere for the past year. Uh, yeah. like on professional projects and I love it. Right. I, I'm yeah. like in the beginning I hated it. I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And then now towards the end, like retrospectively right. i'm kind of i really enjoy the program yeah. and and i'm excited to do my next job that it's also on premiere because there's like i'm in this weird like assistant editing phase where it's like yeah. oh i could learn something new again right you yeah, know yeah, and there's yeah, something yeah. really exciting and a little terrifying about that at the same time yeah whereas avid i feel like 
I'm, You're done. Yeah, I'm yeah. done learning as an assistant editor. Right, yeah. It's, it's gotten to the point where, like, we have friends mm-hmm. who work with Avid. Yeah. And, like, if there's something incorrect with it, you're like, oh, man, I'm just going to email this guy and see if they could do something yeah, new with Avid, yeah, yeah. which is super weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to keep working with Premiere. I like Premiere. It's, uh, well, hmm. I guess saying that it's weird because when I worked on, I worked on Premiere a couple of times and whenever I do, uh, I end up just kind of like remapping the keyboard to match my Avid keyboard. Right. Yeah. yeah. Naturally. Me too. Yeah. Same thing. So it's just like, it's just like, okay, I'm sitting there like, Oh, I love Premiere, but I don't know how to use it. You put me in front of a Premiere keyboard. I'll be fucking confused. I have no oh, yeah. idea what's happening there. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. it's too, uh, it's too free thinking. It's too loose. I think it's too loose. I mean, like I always make the comparison between like an Android and an iPhone. Yeah. You know, like, like an Avid's like an iPhone, you know, it's a little yeah. boring, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's, but it works, but it works. It's effective. Yeah. It's clear. It's organized. Yeah. It feels solid, yeah. you know? And then you get like an Android where it's like, Correct. I know now someone somewhere is like, fucking Androids are great. I'm, just I, talking hey, about. I'm that guy. Yeah. But, <laughs> I have an Android in my pocket. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, back in the day when Androids were all like plastic, yes. you know, none of them felt solid mm-hmm. and they all kind of had like the operating system was kind of a little janky. Right. Um, that's kind of how I equate the two. Yeah. You know, it's like Avid being uh, Apple, a little old, a little boring, mm-hmm. you know, but it works really well all the time. Yeah. And then you have Android, which is like, and Premiere being like brand new and loose and you can do whatever you want. You yeah, can do, you can get crazy. You can do things 10 different ways and mm-hmm. it's like, granted, you only need to do it one way, but whatever, right. you have 10 different ways of doing it. Exactly. You know? I think uh, one of this editor I worked with a few years back, he described it, <laughs> the, the best, like, I guess, metaphor. I don't know. Um, that's yeah. what I ever heard in my life. He was like, Avid's your, like, your really clean, neat friend. <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. Like, you, yeah. he knows where, he or she knows where everything is. Um, if they're like a chef, like everything's timed out and measured correctly. Right. Whereas like premiere is like your dumb drunk friend that you could hang out with. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah. 15 <laughs> fr- different frame rates. Yeah. Let's throw that into the sequence. Whatever. You want to import some shit? Let's do that too. Yeah. I don't know where the footage is. You'll tell me later. That's cool. <laughs> That's fucking accurate. <laughs> and it's so accurate. And I love that joke so much cause it's so geeky. Yeah, it is. But, it's just so goddamn accurate. No, it's so true. I mean, yeah. like that's the way, that's the, that's where like <clears throat> for as much as I love the, the free form of Premiere, it's like it just when you get down to it, it's like Avid just has the media management unlocked. Yeah, they do. So you're just it's such a bummer. Like especially the one thing I love about Avid is like especially when you know when you take a, you know when you take a job mm-hmm. and you're like coming in at the very end, you know. So you had you've had like maybe one or two other AEs on the project beforehand, right? And Avid, you go in, and you're just like, oh. Everything is in all the media is in the media folder. Yeah. And you know, granted they might have put stuff in random play, yeah. random bins, but for the most part, all the media is yeah. there. The bag, the breadcrumbs are there. Right. Yeah. Whereas like when you go into Premiere, it's like you just fuck. <laughs> like Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah, because you never know where the you know. Hey, so for people who don't know and who are listening to this nerdy ass conversation, yeah. so mm-hmm. when you look at Avid, Avid creates files. Avid creates its own media and its own folder every time you take a file into it. Uh something like Premiere doesn't make anything new. No. It pretty much just has you. You have a folder. It lo- it looks at that folder and says, yeah. "Hey, that's where the media is, and that's what it is." And you can put whatever you want in there, and you know, link to it as much as you yeah. want. The problem is, a lot of people, or some people who are unorganized, end up with fifteen different folders yeah. of fifteen different things, and just all doing over the whatever place, they want, pretty much. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, God forbid something's on an external drive, and they take that external drive, and it's, like, and it's, gone, it's gone for yeah, it's gone forever. Yeah. 
So when we say like Avid is uh, the best at media management, it's because it creates its own media and it loads it into a folder and that mm-hmm. folder exists in that one location and you yeah. can move, you can move that folder you want you can find, you can, you know, yeah, it'll find it. It'll find it. But yeah. you know, you, it's, it's not, it's more stable and like yeah. secure than it is for premiere where you can just kind of have folder uh, files anywhere. Yeah. I think the term is a uh, non-destructive. Like right. it's, it's one of those, it's Avid's very good at, um, like you said, it creates its own files, yeah. its own file structure. And then whereas premiere, you have to make everything and you have right. to be super neat. Like, this project made me mm. a lot more organized. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because, like, I coming from Avid, where, where Avid does everything for it, it protects yeah. you from yourself. Whereas, like, Premiere, you just kind of have to, like, <laughs> you have to do all that shit. So, yeah. like, I'm making, I, I'm making proxy files, and I have to hide them somewhere, but I have to know where they are. I have to know where everything, all the, and the, Granted, it's the same thing with MXF files, right? Yeah. But like proxy files are video. Yeah. You have to like be really, really sure about everything. Right. Whereas like MXF files, you can kind of like you kind of wing it. Yeah. And the very end, you could find all that stuff. With Premiere, it's not like that at all. Yeah. You really have to know where everything is. Yeah. Um, and in that sense, I'm like I'm kind of happy that I'm working with Premiere because like because it's so it's because it's so loose, it's made me better at organization and stuff like that. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, what I like about Premiere, um, the one thing I really love about Premiere is, uh, excuse me. I'm waiting for that, I'm waiting for that thing to go by. Oh, it's never going, the it's fucking, been on for like 10 minutes. I know, the fucking popo. <laughs> you know what? It's probably an ambulance because a lot of old people in this neighborhood, someone's definitely dead. It's a wham ambulance. Yeah, wham time. Uh, the one thing I do love about Premiere, though, is uh, the, the title tool in it. Fuck yeah. It's really good. It's I mean, great. Especially compared to the Avid one, which is like archaic. Yeah. If it ain't broke, you don't think that's, that's Avid's whole thing. If it ain't broke, <laughs> yeah, you know it's been broken for a while. It's been like, it's fine, it's fine. yeah, yeah. It's like you're the old Buick. <laughs> it's like it still fucking works, huh? It's a fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking works. All right, man. Yeah, we're keeping it. It's 2019. Mm-hmm. 20 years later, we made one. <laughs> they made. I think yeah. now they're finally changing it up. Are they? I think they have like two or three different title tools in there, but no one ever. I, I like they have. Title tool, marquee, and mm-hmm. then their new like title creator pro or something right. like that. And I never use anything other than title tool. Yeah, because it's Damn. it's the best. Yeah. Whenever I see someone who uses marquee, mm-hmm. I get really upset. Yeah, like, me why, too. Like, why would you do this? Like, what, what fucking possessed you like, to use this? Animal boot? uses. This? Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm like, like what the fuck, dude. <laughs> it's bootleg Photoshop. Yeah. What's your <laughs> fucking deal? Yeah, it's MS Paint. Yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah, you have to save by hitting like Shift B. Yeah. Like a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> like, who fucking thought shift B was going to be the save? You know, it always makes sense. This is, this feels good. This feels right. This feels right. Yeah. This is for the bin. I'm like, fuck you. And then Adobe's like, Hey, guess what? We got Photoshop. Oh, that's the best part. Actually. It's like kicking stuff out to Photoshop after mm-hmm. effects, you know? Man. Yeah. I, I need to learn after effects more than ever. I've been telling you I can teach you for years. Yeah. Can you teach me? I can teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Get my pot on. Yeah. Cause like, more, more well here's the other thing is that premiere is everywhere now more and more people are using it and i'm kind of nervous for avid yeah but uh you got to know after effects these days it's kind of it's kind of wild oh, yeah yeah like assistant editors are becoming more visual effects people well yeah i think the vfx ae and the ae title are kind of interchangeable at this point yeah like i know plenty of people who do both yeah and then and you know that's just it's what it is at I my mean, last show i had to do vfx yeah like my yeah. um my editor my past show he was kind of like yeah, like they'll call you a VFX editor, but that's basically the assistant editor now. Yeah. 
which is wild to me. Yeah, that's crazy. So they should pay that person more money. Well, it's weird because I had, a, I had a, sh- a couple shows back. I worked on. That's right. I said a couple shows back, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. But a couple shows back. Um, back in my day. Yeah. Uh, my buddy of mine was working as a the VFX AE, and really he was the. the I guess you could say he was the visual effects editor, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but because he had to deal with all the, like the he pretty much was like he, like he spent half his day making a spreadsheet, right? Like maybe maybe a quarter of his day actually doing VFX, and the other quarter coordinating with the vendors yeah so i'm like he was pretty much doing the vfx do you want to you want to explain it vfx editor yeah that way we don't like just <laughs> oh, sound like, true, yeah. just like going into lingo yeah so a vfx ae or editor uh on a show or you generally happens on a show but mm-hmm. it's not so much in, i mean you have it on a movie but that's a yeah. bigger movie and they will have a vfx editor yeah. uh but a vfx ae slash editor on a show is the person um anytime you usually see a tv screen or a computer screen on a tv show it's a green screen usually, and they mm-hmm. comp that they uh, comp it in later. Comp, you know, what the fuck does comp mean? I guess compensate. Composite composition. Composition. I don't know. There's a word that we're missing here. Yeah, don't I'm, worry. We'll, we'll, I'm gonna cut this out. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll put it in there. We'll we'll, we'll frame and bite it. Yeah, but it composite, Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they comp it in, so mm-hmm. pretty much they just toss it in the screen after the fact. Um, you'll have another VFX guy make the uh, fancy computer screen or whatever right. it's going to be, and you throw that into the monitor. <clears throat> so the VFX AE slash editor, they take the temp version and they build all those stuff, all, all that stuff out. So I was working on a TV show where they had a comp in like fifteen monitors mm-hmm. or like ten monitors or something crazy like that. And this guy spent the entire day building it in After Effects. He tried an Avid. He showed me the Avid sequence, and yeah. it was just the it was the thickest layer. Stack. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's like, yeah, I just quit and put in After Effects. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, but that's what they do. They pretty much take all. So if you have a TV show, you do a rough edit, and then uh, the AE, uh, the VFX AE slash editor will come in and say, okay, you need uh, news. You need a news broadcast in this monitor, and he'll create the news broadcast and right. you know out of stock footage and just toss it in there mm-hmm. and then they'll go to producer's cut and director's cut producer's cut so on and forth mm-hmm. and then eventually the real vfx will come in right yeah whatever yeah. vendor decides yeah yeah that's the nice thing about uh, effects i guess is that you know you could still kind of have it a little fucked up yeah yeah, yeah for the most part i mean yeah. like it really depends on your editor mm-hmm. you know and 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 the showrunner yeah. Depending on because when when it starts going out to the studio and and, and the network, they, uh, they sometimes they'll get a little more finicky about it. Yeah, like you what know? is this? What's happening? Yeah, like why is this clipping or something like that? Well, yeah, well, it's, and you have to kind of like explain to them. Well, listen, you know, it's not temp. Yeah, it's yeah. temporary, and they're like, we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> which is always always blows my mind. Make that shit look good. It's Make like, it look okay. good now, and you're like, oh, yeah, like well, I, don't know if I can spend seven hours doing this if you want, or you know, I can do the other litany of work I have to do. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, but yeah, that's pretty also like the, also the VFX AE also has to deal with, like I said earlier, the vendors. So right. they pretty much like the, the first line of defense and the first line of communication with, uh, the show, the episode number, and then like, you know, the showrunner and the VFX house. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their job. A lot of spreadsheets. A lot of spreadsheets. A lot of spreadsheets. Um, not fun. No, it's not. No, it's not a good time. No, spreadsheets are spreadsheets. <laughs> spreadsheets. <laughs> spreadsheets. Fucking spreadsheets. Spread sheets are not fun no they're not especially with vfx because um i'm I'm particular particularly like movies where it's like nowadays i feel like it's like 70 percent of movie like 70 percent of a movie is visual effects you'd be surprised yeah i mean it's weird 
Like it's, um, it's become so it's like so normal now. It's mostly background extensions. Yeah, that's the weird part. Yeah, and, or like yeah. um, split image stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. just like there's just so much like minor detail work. Yeah, that goes into it. Yeah, um, and everyone's like, we could cheat the shot. We could do this. We could do that. Yeah. What gets me to is beauty work. Beauty work is hilarious. Be- beauty work. You ever had that? No. What's that? All right. So beauty work is when you get like um. <clears throat> Depending on the, the actor's age, or if oh, it's a female actor, yes, I have. Yeah, they'll go in and like they'll paint out a wrinkle. Yeah, you know, and that's like a whole separate VFX list of shit. Well, it's mm-hmm. not separate; it's part of the VFX list. Yeah. But yeah, you, know, you see this beauty work, beauty work. Beauty yeah, work, it beauty blows work. my mind that yeah. people do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to do one for an episode of the show. Is on a, a, a pimple on the back of the guy's neck. Really? That, yeah, I thought it was a mole. You wouldn't even. Like, no one even knew it was a pimple unless you knew the guy's neck right. intimately. <laughs> <laughs> like, Which the editor and the assistant editor did uh, no no we, I, that wasn't that was a call from on high they were like hey look he's got a pimple in the back of his neck clear it out mm. i mean the editor looked at each other like wait i thought that was a mole like <laughs> that, that was just part of his neck yeah the past show i did actually it's so funny you mentioned <laughs> beauty work they had me um take like screenshots yeah of uh the main guy uh-huh. and it had to be like it had to be like 10 mm-hmm. different emotions that he portrays <laughs> in the show <laughs> Yeah. And like, I just sent it out to the uh, the network. Yeah. And I was like, what is this for? And they're like, oh, you know, they want to look at his face. And they didn't really <laughs> explain it to me. And then eventually, <laughs> and then that's that's how they said, oh, they want to look at his face. I'm like, all right, all right. whatever. Okay. Fucking weirdos. Yeah. And then eventually the coordinator was like, well, this is what's going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it they beauty were, work? It's beauty work. They want to make sure the blemishes and all that stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm just like, He's a younger guy. He's a young so. dude. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. But it's wild that, yeah. uh, like that's that's taken into consideration. Like it's not handled on set. Right, like a makeup thing. Yeah, yeah. That always kind of surprised me. Yeah. Well, not always. Recently, I just found this thing. Yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it was a couple shows. Uh, a couple, uh, one of the shows I did before. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it was a, a longer twenty-four episode run. Mm-hmm. So. What was really funny about that when it comes to beauty work is that at the beginning of the show, uh, in the first like 12 episodes or something like that, everybody's still pretty fresh from their hiatus. Yeah. So everyone looks great. You know, no one looks tired. The last, the back 12 is when it gets really funny because then you associate people with bags because they're doing like late night shoots yeah. and shit. They're all fucking tired. <laughs> they're like, I don't know how many, like six months worth of like work in front of like, on, on them. You know, they're super tired. Yeah. And all of a sudden all the VFX lists start coming in. And it's like, yeah, get rid of the bags. Get rid of the bags. Yeah, get rid of that shit. Yeah, and get rid of the flyaway hairs. You know, fuck, fuck man. Yeah, come okay. on, dude. They, they just look like that. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're working on certain shows, it's like they gotta have a aesthetic. After yeah. Effects. Now this is turning yeah. into Avid versus Premiere versus After Effects. Well, it's known as Avid and Premiere and how they suck. After Effects is yeah. dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, it's like <laughs> like how much we need it. You know, like fuck. <laughs> Oh uh, man! Yeah, they're not even talking about like, flame or anything like that. There's a whole. That's a whole other. That's a whole shit. other animal. Yeah, that's like, more commercial stuff. No, they use it. They they're using it like my last show. I think really. Yeah, to get rid of those like flyaways and video video work. That's that's gotta be a good program to learn. Yeah, yeah that's it's really hard though. Yeah, it's complicated. It's hard to get your hands on. Yeah, graphics are complicated. Yeah, and what's weird is that well, back in the day, Avid was more um more like flame. Was it? Where, yeah, yeah like they they were not. It wasn't uh, an easy program to pick up. Avid, it still isn't. It's what you know. What's crazy is that yeah. now it's so much easier. Oh yeah, than yeah. it was back. So back in the day, um, like I wanted to learn Avid in college. 
But this is when uh, Final Cut was a thing, and it was cheaper. Oh, yeah. And so, like, in college, um, if I wanted to learn editing software, yeah. and, th- like, the industry standard, quote-unquote, yeah. you want to learn Avid. Mm-hmm. They had Final Cut everywhere, so that didn't really help me. Right. Um, fortunately, my sister worked uh, as a producer. Oh, yeah. So, like, she would, you know... She'd be like, hey, you know, the assistant editor is cool showing you some mm-hmm. stuff if you want to come by at like yeah. four in the fucking morning. So there were days, because mm-hmm. it wasn't often. So it was always like oh, a different okay. like, night assistant yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And I would just like kind of stop by and they're like, this is how you do tapes. Like they would oh, show wow. me how to like um, like load footage, which is not even, that's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, Remember that shit? Yeah. You have, you have Fuck. to like, fucking load tapes in. <laughs> the evolution, right? Yeah. It's fucking wild. It's disgusting. I'm, you know what? Hmm. I I prefer much more to do the the tape thing than what we do today. Why? Because it would it would be like a guaranteed night of doing nothing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a combination of that. It's like yeah. guaranteed you're just flip, flipping tapes. Yeah, and then um you kind of hang out. Yeah. Whereas today it's like we need it, it's today it's like we need this right now. We right. need this right now. Yeah. Whereas tape work, um, while there was a sense of urgency. Yeah. It. Like they understood that you you have to get this done first, right? Yeah, okay. It's so not like a, it's not a digital thing. So yeah. now it's because everything's so fast and digital. Everyone's expecting a whole like day, like days of footage done in half a day, to right. load it in and start like syncing the audio to the video and mm-hmm. sending it out for the editors. Yeah. Well, you had a weird workflow on that show because like. Mm-hmm. Most of the, most of the stuff I worked on, it's usually uh, the dailies get kicked off to like Technicolor, and then they do the sync, right? And then the daily, and then we just get the MXF files. I mean, I hope that's what happens in this show. Uh, the next one I'm going to, yeah. But, yeah. I don't yeah. think it is. I think you're pulling. T- I think you're. you're I think done. I'm doing it doing yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The sound of it was like, yeah. well, you're gonna be the guy that's transcoding footage, and then right. Yeah. I hope they. I again, I want the. I want a meteor manager. Um, it's not it, for that. It sounds like for the, the for the job you're going to. It sounds like that's going to be yeah a key <laughs> a part of the thing. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I always I always kind of preferred someone else to do that stuff these days, and then I could just yeah. concentrate on like preparing projects for the editor because that's right. the, the person. So as an assistant editor, especially on scripted stuff, um, I feel like the most important thing is to appease your editor more than anyone. That's your job. That's your fucking job. That's your job. Yeah. But there's always people who are going to pull you to the side because they need whatever it is. Yeah. Um. But the people that you're going to work for and the people who you're going to work with and the people you're going to learn from are editors. Yeah. If that's the direction you want to take. Um. So for me, they're they're my priority always. As, as, yeah. As, particularly in scripted. Yeah. Uh. Unscripted, it's not like that at all. Yeah, docs and real docs and reality kind of become a different beast. Yeah, then you're kind of like you're generally separated from you. you you're in a box. Yeah, because you have your editors. You're, so, like in scripted, you're a team. It's like mm-hmm. you and your editor, and that's a team. Yeah, it's the or, Mario Luigi thing. Yeah, yeah, and you're always Luigi. You're always or Toad. No, I was I was gonna say Yoshi. <laughs> yeah, I see your post soup is like Yoshi. <laughs> your post soup, Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, in, in a documentary, especially a documentary, because I've had recent experiences with this, mm-hmm. um, it's usually your it's 
you have a crew of editors and then you, you and potentially another AE are just kind of like grinding away at whatever materials in front of you. And then he's kind of, you're just preparing footage. Yeah. Just preparing footage. And maybe sometimes you'll do actual edit work. Yeah. Also a big difference between a documentary and, um, scripted is the amount of actual editing you do as an AE. Yeah. Uh, you do a lot of scene work, uh, audio work, usually putting a lot of sound effects or music beds or that kind of thing. Depends how much the editor trusts you. That's true. Um, but versus documentary where it's like, you're pretty much just dealing with it's load, zero. You're loading footage. You're, you're a loader. Yeah. And yeah, that's the big, and that fixing is problems. What's that? <laughs> and fix sorry. And fixing problems and fixing problems. Yeah. yeah. It, that's literally what it is. Yeah. You're there to load footage. You're there to prepare footage uh-huh. for the editor. And you're there to make sure their project's good. Yep. And then you're exporting whatever you're doing at the end of the day. Yeah. That's and organization, a lot of organization, a lot of organization. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, we're scripted. You actually learn how to be an editor, which right. is great. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of a lost art these days. Yeah. I think especially like, um, I've, I've been really lucky to work with the editors I've worked with cause they've all taught me a lot. Yeah. Um, especially with my last editor, uh, he was fucking great. Um, yeah. but when you work in like other fields, it just, it's, you're just, you're a tech guy. When you're working in docs, it's like you're a tech guy. Yeah, you're so. a glorified avid tech. Yeah, pretty or much. Premier tech, whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is, yeah. Yep. Um, true. And, and primarily just, you know, in both jobs, you have to organize. Yeah. Um, but in scripted, it's, it, you know, everyone sees like the uh, slate, you know, it's like scene five, take three, you know, that's organization already. It's already beginning there. Yeah. You know, so when you get it, when you get the material, obviously, you know this, I'm talking to you, but you know. No, you were talking openly about ge- it. A general audience. Yeah. Um, you know, it begins there and uh, you you can organize bins, which are essentially folders, mm-hmm. based on that. Whereas with Doc, it's like, hey, so we shot this on Tuesday and um, <clears throat> we shot from like three to like nine. I don't know. Yeah, the audio's, uh, yeah, the audio guy forgot to put the uh, time code in, so it just all starts at zero and. Um, yeah, fucking good luck. Yeah, good luck, yeah. And we shot, although we shot five days like that. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> it wasn't just this day. I lied. It's all, it's the whole week. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, and then you got to send a really shitty email at the end of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're like, mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. You generally, that actually happened to me, by the way. Oh, that happened all the time. Yeah. When I was, yeah. In reality, it happened yeah. all the time. Oh, it's, yeah. it's usually like, reality is a whole other fucking That's a whole other ballgame. But like, that first, the uh, first two, two, three days of shooting, they'll always send you everything fucked up. And then, you kind of have to send an email or like talk to your super or yeah, both really yeah. you like talk to your supervisor, send an email, <laughs> copy your supervisor on the email. Yep. Be like, Hey guys, this is the workflow that we need. Yep. And then they don't do it. Yep. And then you have to keep like pushing for it mm-hmm. until someone eventually goes, all right. And then, or you mm-hmm. have to be a weird passive aggressive person. Right. And like just slow down your, your work altogether. I'll just stop. Yeah. 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 And I've done that. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Admittingly. And like, like just be like, whoa, whoa, what's taking so long? Well, the field's kind of making my job harder. Yeah. And then eventually one of the higher ups will be like, Hey guys, can you just listen to this person and do it right that way? Yeah. It's had, so I've had, weird. I've had to do all of those in one show one actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I was working on a show and they were halfway through shooting mm-hmm. and they had already like kind of jacked up that. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to my post soup. Actually, I shouldn't say I talked to my post soup. I got some new material in. I had, um, a, a, a nervous breakdown. 
a violent nervous breakdown right. where I, I actually like pushed myself away from my desk and I'm like, <laughs> and he sat like right behind me. So I pushed my, I pushed up myself towards him and I look at him and I'm like, I'm going to kill, I'm going to fucking kill somebody in production if we don't fix this right now. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> he's like, yeah, totally. Just get it he's out. Like, he's get like, out your system. Yeah. He comes over to my desk and he's like, so what's wrong? And I, I just go through like the list of problems yeah. and uh, he's like, huh? All right. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's yeah. something that comes with age. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I remember it was like maybe three years ago. And I did the which one? Uh, the one that the job that we worked together. Um, oh right, okay. No, that's like five years. Not, oh, the, which? not, not the daytime show. Um, oh, the other one. The other one. Can, can, should we say the name? We can. I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's appropriate. That, I think we can do anything that's not scripted. We can say the names. Yeah, sure. Um, so we're not going back there. Yeah, but I don't. I yeah, don't like to talk bad about anybody, people yeah. or. Yeah, I don't show anybody. Yeah. All right, let's keep it there. Yeah. Yeah. But don't like, go, Just do not go on our IMDb's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fuck it. Like, this is generic enough. I, I did one of the Real Housewives shows. Yeah. Um, those are fun. Those, that, was, uh, that was a good time. I did a season one, and it was... We should explain what a season one is like. Yeah, so season one tends to be the hardest thing on planet Earth, especially in reality. Um, yeah. Mostly because no one knows uh, the identity of the show yet. Yeah. And things like reality or documentary or doc, docu-series, I guess, mm-hmm. um, they, they're figuring it out in post. So they're just yeah. shooting everything. They're shooting moments. They're just trying to catch whatever they can catch on the camera. And then you start building a story in post-production. So the assistant editor is involved in all of that. And like, yeah, begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. Usually. <laughs> yeah. But you're not part of the creative aspect of it. You're more in the technical side of it. So you're... you're uh, you're stringing out scenes, which mm-hmm. means like what I mean by that is uh, you get your video, get your audio, you sync them. So they, you know, you could hear what that person's saying. And then literally the entire day of footage, you string it out like from one o'clock to eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, pretty much you take. So in a, when they're, when anything is shot, they'll shoot, let's say 10 minutes at a time or 20 minutes at a time or 30 minutes at a time. And they usually shoot that in, in the time of day. So if they start shooting at nine o'clock, they'll shoot uh, at nine. They'll shoot again at 12. They'll shoot again yeah. at two, four, six, and eight. Let's say, uh, stringing it out means the poor AE has to go through all of that, <laughs> put it all together, uh, and then say, okay, here's all the pertinent footage from this day. Yeah. From like 11 to from 11, they shot from nine to 10. So here's the, 30 minutes of pertinent footage that's not a cameraman just walking around. Just, yeah, just shaking the camera or sitting there or whatever it is. Yeah. These are moments yeah. in the show. <clears throat> Which and, will end up eventually being like four or five hours of material use sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Or like literally just a segment uh, on right. an episode. And you hand it off to a producer. Or like in reality, it's usually a story producer. Yeah. And they'll watch the stuff down and they'll, they'll watch whatever you give them the string out. And they'll they'll start cutting it even more yeah. like to just moments that they're like, Oh, there's drama here or there's, there's a story here or we could put a story together from this moment at this time to versus that time. And they just keep building stuff. And that's particularly hard on a season one because again, they don't know what the show is. Yeah. They have no idea. And this doesn't, this is not a knock on anybody, but they literally just have no idea what they're doing. They're figuring it out. Yeah. And like you, it's like the network and the production company 
are kind of just figuring this thing out and they want to make a good show for everyone to watch because yeah. they want to keep making that show. They want to go season two, season three. So it's like you, you could imagine that process. Like yeah. you're, you're making a, you're cutting down a string out that it yeah. the center makes. The editor gets it. They, he makes, he jazzes it up. Mm-hmm. As I like to say <laughs> jazz. Jazz hands. Yeah. Adds music. <laughs> makes, puts music underneath. He fucking throws sound effects where there, where the emotion Right. Uh, allows it to be and um usually that sound effect is just boom. yeah it's a cymbal swell yeah dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that bitch said what dun 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 emotional shots uh, oh not emotional shot um was it like the look shots oh yeah the reaction shot yeah reactions yeah, 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 yeah. she said what everyone's awkwardly looking around yeah yeah <laughs> and then you send that off to the network and the network's like well we don't like this but yeah. we like this part of it Mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. and then they'll kick it back mm-hmm. and then you just find more moments in that scene from the string out you yep. know, well let's try this and this just goes on mm-hmm. for like I would say nine months for a first season yeah yeah it's, 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 it feels, pr- it's forever it feels endless yeah uh, and then by the end of the season everyone's kind of exhausted but happy that they made a thing yeah and and then you hope to God you could do it again in a couple yeah. months. Uh, and a lot of that, a lot of a lot of the stress of that is also mitigated or uh, exacerbated by uh, the house you're working for, the production right. house. So like, yeah. there's some houses that like are very well aware of the stresses a yeah. show creates, and then there's some houses that don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't give a shit. You better be in that chair all fucking day. Yeah, they don't care. I'll get you a shit bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like South Park. Yeah. Fuck it! Shits in the fucking bucket while he's yeah. playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's essentially the workflow for reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot why we were talking about that. There was a reason behind that. I feel like we're just going down the rabbit hole of just workflows in general. Yeah. So this is a real interesting. If you're in post, this is interesting. If you're not in post, this may be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, this might be cool for you. Yeah. I'm not sure. No, if you really want to understand how a, a movie or a TV show is made, this is pretty. On the post side, this yeah. is pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, just like the surface. Let's level. just keep going. Fuck it. Let's go yeah. to docs. When docs are really similar to reality in that way. Yeah, um, they're similar. Yeah, where I think the, the the difference between like a doc and reality is mainly um, ego. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> oh, now I remember what I was going to say. Yeah. The reason why we brought up uh, real- reality. Yeah. Um, or the workflow of reality for an assistant editor. Right. Uh, was, uh, we were talking about like the anger management <laughs> aspect right, of it for right, an assistant right. editor. Yeah. And like, th- like these kind of things, especially when you're younger in the game or you're like not younger, but like it's your first or second or third year. Or, yeah. yeah. You could be younger too. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's these moments where you're like, I don't understand why this is not because it's uh, an assistant editor in, in reality is such a technical, logical. It, yeah. It's, it's very, technical. it's very technical. Yeah. So it's like your thing is done. It's gone forever. That's how, well, not gone forever. It'll come right. back. Yeah. But it'll, it'll come haunting. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dracula floating his way to you. But like, yeah. It'll come back, but like for for a logical person, mm-hmm. which is that job, yeah. things just kind of happen, and you have to like roll with it. Mm-hmm. But at such a young aspect, and like when you're at such a young part of your career as an assistant editor, inexperienced, inexperienced, yeah, inexperienced, uh, yeah. yeah, you just kind of like, like what, what the fuck, and you just freak out over a moment, or you just don't show that. Right. And I think for me personally, I had a moment uh, <laughs> for one production office where I was just like, I was sick of it, yeah, and like I almost quit altogether. Um, 
Yeah, it's, man. Actually, you can tell me which one it is. I'll I'll bleep it if anything. It was fucking. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, okay. I was, yeah, I was ready to fucking quit. Yeah, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this right. job. Yeah. Um, but like, it, it. Looking back at it. Yeah. Like, I'm happy that I did a horrible job. Not that. I'm, hold on. I'm not happy, happy that, that you I, worked on a horrible job. Thank you. Okay. And like, it, it made me learn to kind of like roll with the punches. Yeah. And not uh care as much. I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. I used to care a lot when I was younger. Yeah. And now it's like, I still care a lot. Right. But I understand that at, there's, you know, you leave, at the, you leave at a respectable time. Right. Yeah. And if it's their problem, you know, and yeah, there's like, only so much you can do. Yeah. You're a human being. Like yeah. at the end of the day, you could fucking leave the office. Well, I think a lot of that is, is also kind of like predicated on the industry itself. Mm-hmm. Like there's kind of a weird, like, it's not weird. It's actually very common in a lot of industries, but it's, it's you work until you can't yeah. kind of thing. And I don't think that's okay. No, it's not really healthy. I, I was the same way as you. And I did it for a long time too. I yeah. had a whole thing where. Yeah. Me, me and Jim became friends because of our anger. <laughs> yeah, towards, sure. Towards, sure. <laughs> yeah. Towards fucking uh, yeah. working like dogs. Yeah. And we worked on a show that, uh, so me and Jimmy met on a show mm-hmm. uh, six years ago. Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. It was a long time ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. And, um, Pretty much, he was replacing another AE. Yeah, fantastic guy. Yeah, great guy. Uh, he actually, does, <laughs> Alex. Alex. He does the intro. He's the he's the the, the man. Welcome with, to the post, guys. Yeah, he's the man with the wonderful voice who yeah. does our intro. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also an AE. He's, yeah. he's still working. Yeah. Um, he's awesome. He's great. Uh, but uh, he was replacing Alex, and um, essentially, he was walking into a shit show. Yeah. Uh, uh, it idea. was a, it was a great show. Everyone who worked on it was really fantastic. Great. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, essentially it was kind of like a 12 hour day was like minimum, yeah. you know, for a day. Yep. Um, and we both pretty much spent a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of drinking after work to commiserate and, yeah. <laughs> and, and kind of just forget the, 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 the prior, you know, 12 hours. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of, um, yeah. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of like stress relieving. Yeah. With, through alcohol. Yeah. A lot yeah. of big, big, not calling it alcoholism. Air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> air quotes, stress relief. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that that's how we met, and mm-hmm. um, I learned a lot of editing through that show too. By the way, it like, was a good show for that. Yeah, a lot of great editors. Like, on that. No, well, not uh, the editors. I didn't learn editing from the editors. Oh. I learned I learned editing from one editor. Oh yeah, uh, one particular guy, Q, Mr. Q, Q, yeah. and I learned how to edit um, comfortably because I was yelled at every morning. Right, so. Which is a weird experience to have, but like, uh, like once you, it's weird. You do a job like that. You get yelled at in the morning, like every day for like, what? what, It was like a year. It was like a year. It was a year. Yeah. And you just get, you just roll with it after a while. You're like, yeah, all right. And there's this person, you know, they have their thing or they're stressed out. Yeah. Like you, you kind of like see it from their side. Sure. I don't want to call it Stockholm syndrome, but a little bit like Stockholm. It's a little bit. But the whole like, job was a little bit like Stockholm. It, it was, yeah. And you kind of see, from, you kind of try to see it through their eyes, yeah. Um, but I gotta say, like after that experience, mm-hmm. I like I sat in chairs like as an assistant editor, like a mm-hmm. nighttime assistant editor, <laughs> where like people were like, "Hey, can you edit this fucking thing?" And no one's got to know. Right. Like I'll sit next to like a producer who's trying to rush something out, yeah. And I could comfortably do it while they're sweating buckets, right? And yeah. like aggressively telling me their ideas right. because of that whole experience. And I just yeah. like, I'm just like, yeah, sure, man. And once mm-hmm. you're relaxed, they kind of calm down a little bit. That's true. So it's like, it, it's this real, it's, you know, I'm th- again, the, the hardest, uh, the hardest, uh, 
stressful jobs that yeah. I've had have made me better in the long run. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's especially if you take it as a learning, a learning experience. Right. It's really good. At the time, you don't. At the time, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It was funny because the job I had after that was mm-hmm. um, so in reality shows, they have this title called junior editor. Oh, God. Which yeah. is not is a little little note to any uh, AEs or editors listening to this out there. Or uh, if you're an editor, you don't need to hear this. But if you're yeah. an AE and you're coming up, that's not a real title. No, it's not. Um, junior editor is a fucking made up title that reality houses somehow fucking figured out that, you know, you basically do an editor's job for cheap and you just get paid like an assistant editor. Um, but anyway, so I didn't know that at the time. So yeah. I took the junior editor job and it was really good because um, my editor like wasn't there. Mm. ever i cut the entire show oh yeah i remember this yeah and you learned how to like be an editor on the yeah show. i learned how to be an editor in the show because that editor uh pretty much the guy <laughs> i started the job he was on vacation for two weeks my first two weeks there mm-hmm. and they needed to cut yeah so you kind of like <laughs> so just I, had to do it so i cut i had to cut all the acts i put everything <laughs> together and this fucking guy shows up like two weeks later and he's like oh yeah cool man so great so great. i saw your cuts good it's good it's good, it's good so stuff. can you come in at six i'm like fuck yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm fucking coming at night. And you just roll up and he just give you like notes, right? Like he would just have markers on the sequence. He would have like he would have like I sent you a picture of it. I wish I still had it. Yeah, it, it was, was like great. A, a solid hundred markers. Yeah, yeah, right. He's like, just do all this shit for me. Yeah. And so like the first night, I was like, okay, whatever. I rolled in. I'm like, okay, cool. He's got a bunch of work. He's been doing stuff. Yeah. So as I'm going through the markers, I realize that he hasn't touched a fucking thing in the sequence that I cut. Yeah, over it's the just past markers everywhere. Just markers for me to do more of my own work, but at <laughs> night. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. It's a producer. Yeah, pretty much. Because at that point, I had been working with the producer mm-hmm. for the two the two weeks prior, and she right. really liked me, but apparently not. I was like, you know, fucking hell. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I was working, and um, by the third night of me coming in at night, I realized, because I was watching the, the sequences down. Mm-hmm. He actually wasn't making any changes, but he would just keep adding markers for me to make all the changes that he had come up with. Yeah. So I was doing like visual effects passes for these transitions <laughs> and I was doing fucking edit notes. And I was like, she's like, can you find like, can you find and cut in like this reaction? But like, see, like real shit, like real notes, like real notes. And it went like, I'm like, so I, I got in early one day and he, he's like sitting there. He's like really looking like he's working really hard. Yeah. I can working those notes hard. Working those notes hard. Right. I get in and he changed four tracks of music. That was the only <laughs> changes he made in a fucking 10 hour day. Uh, sorry, I'm racking on this dude yeah. really hard. But luckily, um, anyway, long story short, he ends up quitting the job. Yeah. And um, yeah, I ended up quitting very soon thereafter. Yeah. Because yeah. you were like, I mean. I was supposed to get, I, I thought I was going to get the jump to editor on that yeah. episode and they ended up just bringing in some other dude. Yeah. Like, you should have said something. I you did. Should- you, oh, you told him like, "Hey, I'm editing the show." Oh no, I did. I, t- I told him. I told the post suit like two or three times. I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm like, I'm cutting the show. What is this?" Yeah, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know." And he quit. And I'm like, "All right, dude, I've been cutting the show. Like, just give me the bump. Give me the bump." And they're yeah. like, "Yo, yeah." And, um, and he brought somebody else. Uh, no, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm like, all right." Okay. And then you're like, "All right, fuck this." <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I forgot what I left. What I left for something else. Um. Oh, I left for Duart. Yes, I left for Duart. Dude, yeah. Pokemon. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. That was good. Where was I around that time? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, I was at that place. Um, ish. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you love that place, though. I fucking love that place. Yeah. Um, at the time, I don't know <laughs> what it's like now, but like at the time, it was really fucking cool to work there. Um, only because they were like, 
they're such a small company yeah. that they just wanted, they just wanted to pitch everything and they were cool with taking chances with right. your, when I say taking chances, give the assistant editor, stop the gut. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, you know, it was really cool people there. Yeah. Like I can't say enough good things about that place. Really. No. Um, I was doing a show called the approval matrix. It's on Sundance, the Sundance channel. Right on. Yeah. Yes. I remember yeah. that now yeah. with yeah. Neil Brennan. Yeah. That dude's hilarious. Really? Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, You've yeah. done a lot of comedy stuff, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We've like, been lucky with that. Yeah. That's like the majority of my career. Yeah. Yeah. I get it's, stuck with the dramas and shit. Yeah. You, you, get, <laughs> you, get, you get stuck with like the really serious, like moody shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, let's fucking talk about poop. Yeah. Let's talk about poop. I'm going home depressed every day in 40 <laughs> minutes today. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, you're like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Awkward <laughs> comedy. All right. Like, yeah. it's, oh my God. It's, and I hope I keep doing shit like that. Like, oh, yeah. I want to become that editor, which yeah. is, it's either like, there's two options I want as an editor. If, if I ever get the, I, I hope It'll I do. Be fine. I'm going to, eventually it'll yeah, happen. I, just, yeah. I think I just have to get a little more aggressive with it. But, yeah. um, like, I want to do either, like, two genres, <laughs> like, two genres and scripted. So it's very specific and I'm right. being kind of annoying about it. Oh, like, fine. I want to do comedies yeah. and fucking horror. That's where I want to sit. That's a good I, one. I think that's a lot of fun to do. Yeah. I think like comedy is just so, uh, it's timing based. It's timing based. Yeah. And like, so it's horror actually. What's that? Both horror and comedy are yeah. very heavy on timing. No, like, that's why I want to, yeah, that's why I yeah. want to do it so much because yeah. like so much of it comes from post production. Yeah. Like from the edit. <clears throat> and you get to fucking collaborate with like a real, like funny people. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, nah, that shit's not good. Or, <laughs> that, or that shit's really funny. Yeah. And it's a good time mm. or really complicated. It depends. But like so far, every comedy that I worked on, good time, dude, is fucking great. It was like it was never like I think I said it to you the other day. Yeah, like um, probably, maybe uh, I forgot who said it to me. It was one of these comedy shows I worked on. They were like, mm-hmm. if you're if you're fucking miserable doing a comedy show, oh, you told me this, yeah, then you're not doing it right. You know, yeah. like it's it's at some point it's gonna stop being funny because you're yeah, everyone's yeah. working on it for so long yeah. but it's still like a good show and, right, you should, and you're aware of that can so. you mention that show now uh, not yet it's coming out in two weeks so afterwards I'll oh, okay. I'll mention it okay cool yeah. yeah Um, which I love I hope I hope it gets I hope it becomes big because yeah I think I think it will be yeah they're they're promoting it a lot it's, dude it's it's yeah. got a poster um, really Times Square oh no shit yeah like a giant that's awesome poster. yeah yeah Wow. Actually, I think you can mention it because by the time this will come out, this will be, yeah. this well, is this is coming out six weeks from now. Right. Well, the experiences I'm talking about right now don't reflect this show, but the show is mm-hmm. called Rami. Rami, do you want to stay alone forever? Mom, you can't just walk up to a Muslim girl and like start spitting game or something. Like, what, what am I supposed to say? Like, hey, can I get your father's number? Yes, why not? It's uh, uh, April 19th. Yep. I think. That sounds right. It'll be out by then. It'll be out. It's by the time this comes out, the show will be out. It's out. Yeah. It's out in April. Um. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We both got we both got shocked. Who's that? Oh, this wasn't even like a real text. This is like a text from like this uh, app that I'm on. Uh-huh. That gives me like uh, recommendations for records. <clears throat> That's all it does. It, inter- <laughs> it interrupted our podcast so yeah, hard. It really did. Yeah. Well, when that happened. Oh, yours went off too? Yeah, I got yeah. a text. So I'm just... And it's so serious, I'm just texting someone, don't shit yourself. Nice. I literally just texted someone that. Nice. Um. Anyway. Rami. Rami. Good show. 
Yeah. Great show to work on. Trailer was Fucking cool. awesome people. Yeah. Uh, trailer was fantastic. Like, everything about it is so cool. Yeah. And it's like a young team. Yeah. Like, we were all just kind of figuring it out as we went along. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I hope it, I hope it does good. Like, it was really, it was really fun. Yeah, it was I, a good I, experience. I think it will. I mean, yeah. like, it, like, I saw the trailer and, like, there was the, in the trailer there's that one joke where it's like, see, I'm going out. I'm going out. Does anyone even care where Rami goes? You guys never ask him where he is. He just told me he's going out. Yeah, that's what I just said. He literally gave you no information. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Love you, mom. Love you, Habibi. Yeah. And like the whole that whole it's anyway. I don't want to ruin the show because yeah, like you guys can watch it, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, actually, yeah. no, I worked on one comedy. I worked on one comedy mm-hmm. that art, the art of self defense. Why karate? I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of other men. <laughs> they intimidate me. I want to be what intimidates me. I want to be. Questions multiple choice. A, health and fitness. B, career opportunity. C, New Year's resolution. D, self-defense slash traumatic experience. What if it's none of the above? Should I read the choices again? No, that's okay. A, health and fitness. Yeah, yeah so that came out recently. I was like, can we talk about we it? We can talk about it. Right. Yeah, yeah, because it came out on... Uh, not Sundance, uh, South by Southwest already. Cool. So that's already out. Nice. Um, <clears throat> I don't know when it's coming out, coming out, mm-hmm. but I know it played at South by Southwest. Already. Nice. That was fun. That was a really fun experience. I got to go to Kentucky. Yeah. That was a really good time. Went to Louisville. Went to Louisville. Louisville, <laughs> Kentucky. Lived there for a, a month and a half. Yeah. About a month and a half. That sounded awesome. Dude, it was, it was, it was great. Mm-hmm. Cause I never, I, uh, so, you know, being in post, you never really get to be on set very often. Yeah. You know, usually you're just kind of stuck in a room somewhere. Yep. Uh, I was stuck in a room, but it was a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. You were, you were there. You were in the field. Yeah. And, uh, luckily I got to go to set to, uh, every day and I got to meet the cast and I got to meet a lot of people there. And, yeah. um, it was fun. It was a really good time. Yeah. Um, Louisville's a really, if you have the, if you live in, if you live in Louisville, or get the experience to go to Louisville. <laughs> it's a real good time. Yeah. Uh, the bars close at four. The only nice. place in Kentucky that closes at four, I think. Only It's only Louisville? It's only Louisville, yeah. yeah. Uh, Louisville. Louisville? Louisville. And uh, wow. it was it was a real good time. Nice. Um, and the experience. And it was fun working. Uh, it was really weird because it was like, I've worked from home before. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's always really interesting because you wake up and you get your coffee and you just kind of sit at your desk. This, yes. This was the same thing. But in a hotel room, yeah. which had this whole weird, like almost like rock star quality to it, where I wake yeah. up. And, I had a similar you know, experience to this. With the, right, because you were on. Uh, it's, I don't think it's out yet. Yeah, actually, maybe I should text the director. Anyway, um, I, I, you know, what? mention it, and if you uh, mention it, and then if anything, I'll believe it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was just gonna talk around it, like the experience. Oh, okay, fine. But like, I, I did a movie in Cape Cod. It was three weeks. Mm-hmm. And my experience was very different compared to yours. It's like you were in a hotel. Yeah. You got to go to set. Um, yeah. I was allowed to go to set. I decidedly, uh, I made a decision not to go to set. Why? Um, well, mostly because uh, I was, I don't know if this is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I was doing uh, some like like assembly audits. Oh, right. They didn't ask me to do this. Right. I want to, I want to stress that. Um. I was doing it out of like out of my shit. Your like, interest, I, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to learn how to edit, and I felt this was a good opportunity, right? To like cut a movie, mm-hmm. like with footage that's being shot that day, right? Like, I'm I'm setting up dailies and sending them out. 
But like, this is something I could do in the meantime. Well, this was also like your first scripted. This was my first, 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 first. Yeah. Scripted. So like, I mean, it makes sense. You know, we're excited to do that. It's not like, yeah. you know, no one asked you to do it. So no. Yeah, you're fine. And it was a horror movie. And right. what made it really fun was that, well, this part was, uh, I, w- I lived with the director, the assistant director <laughs> and the DP. Yeah. Uh, very, um, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Interesting. Yeah, interesting cats. Like they were really cool right, people. Right, 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 right. Uh, really cool people. Very opinion, very opinionated. Yeah. And it was my first movie, so like my first scripted thing. So yeah. in my head, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh, you were stoked though. I was so fucking yeah. happy. To do I that. will also say too that you came back with a balling beard. Did I? I had that a big beard, old beard was thick. <laughs> I did. You well, did I was a hermit. Shave. I was yeah. a hermit for three weeks. <laughs> so like, I stayed. I stayed. All right. So we stayed in a big ass fucking house right. in Cape Cod. And every day it was either like daytime or nighttime. These guys would shoot. So they're like, all right, Jamie, peace. Yeah. And I was like, all right, later. And I had my whole setup in the living room. Yeah. So I would just get, I would wait for like a, like a coordinator or whoever. Yeah. And they would just give me a drive and I would just start setting stuff up yeah. just going. Yeah. And there were nights like where they're shooting mm-hmm. and it would be like five or six in the morning and I'm alone <laughs> in this fucking big ass house yeah. Yeah. in the middle of like nowhere, right, middle yeah. of fucking nowhere. So there were moments where I was just like terrified for my life. <laughs> but yeah. especially when you're doing a horror movie, yeah. like that shit's in, it's like stirring in your head. You're just watching the same. You're just watching horrible shit. So yeah. you're like, oh fuck. You're just like, oh, someone's going to kill me. Yeah, someone's going to kill me. But yeah, dude, it was a great time. Like I, uh, I, you know, I would edit and I would show the director. And yeah. like for me, it was, uh, the cool thing about editing is like, maybe someone could agree to this. Maybe they won't. I don't have too much experience editing, mm-hmm. but um the reactions the director like I, w- I would love to see how the director right. would react to assembly edits yeah just like if they laughed at something or if they were like if they mm. looked disappointed in something right or, you yeah, know like yeah, there's yeah. like there's a light there's a stir of emotions going because they're fucking that's their thing that's yeah. their project yeah so you watch them go through these things and mm. you're, you're immediately you'd start doing mental notes right yeah but that was the thing that always like I would show this guy yeah like a scene mm-hmm. and he would like giggle at something or like like right. a, to a reaction or whatever it was. So for me that was a lot of fun. Yeah, hitting the you were hitting the right notes. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to stay away from set because this I came right out of a program. Mm-hmm. Like so it was my first scripted thing. You mentioned the program, right? Uh, the edit center, yeah. fantastic place. Yeah. And one of the things that I learned was like editors tend to stay away from set, right? Because they don't want to have a biased opinion on a shot. And the reason yeah. why they say that is because let's say there's a like a giant crane shot mm-hmm. and it's like. I don't know, ten thousand dollars. Sure, for that one shot. Yeah, the fucking editor, if he's there on set and he's watching this, mm-hmm. he's gonna go, "Oh, maybe I should put that in." Right. But if yeah. you're but if you're away and like you look at the shot from an unbiased view mm-hmm. and the shot fucking sucks, yeah. you're not gonna use it. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Actually, it's funny because I was watching a, a video yesterday, um, an interview with Thelma's Schoolmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Schoolmaker. Right? We yeah. had this conversation. Yeah, Schoolmaker. 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 Schoom- oh, whatever. And, uh, well, I shouldn't say whatever, but it's really important, but, uh, she'll find Thelma. you. <laughs> let's go with Thelma. Yeah. Let's just go with that. And, um, <laughs> uh, and she was talking about that actually, about going on set or going on set versus not going on set. And it was the same, same opinion. It was, yeah. you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be biased by what you're seeing. Right. And, um, that's it. That's all I have for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to back you up with the fact that people yeah. say this. Yeah. People say it. Yeah, yeah, man. And that's, that was yeah. like, and I was like, I was still in, um, 
even this was only like two years ago, but yeah. like mentally I was like in quote unquote film school mode. Right, <laughs> so like for right. me, it was like, oh, I got to fucking do it like this. Yeah, this is the right yeah. way to do it. Right. Uh, now I'm starting to learn how to roll with punches. Yeah. I worked on movies where uh, the director, like you, like the director's either very opinionary. You could tell her like, again, it's, this mm-hmm. is their baby. This is their project. So they could be yeah. emotional about it and you have to kind of uh, not, push your opinion a little too much like yeah. push your opinion but like just don't don't be strongly opinionated i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah i mean just it's be like, like it's good it's yeah. good footage like it's not your fucking problem as an assistant editor yeah it's more the editor's issue yeah um yeah actually i worked on two comedies what are you saying <laughs> what else did you work on to dust Oh yeah, that shit was that shit's fucking funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah it's that's dark, dark as fuck, but, but it's funny. really funny. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So I have worked on comedies, but that one. So I guess even the comedies I work on are kind of fucked up. Yeah, they're super fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the art of self defense is it's dark, funny, right? but it's dark as fuck. Yeah, it's funny as fuck, but it's dark as fuck. There's another uh, yeah. jujitsu movie coming out. Did I tell you about this? No, the Nick Cage one. No. So, so Nicolas Cage is doing a jujitsu. I think it's called jujitsu. That's amazing. And it's about he fights. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, the premise is so fucking ridiculous. It's about this. I think I'm pretty sure he's like a black belt in Brazilian jujitsu in the movie. Okay. And he fights aliens. Oh fuck yes! In a jujitsu tournament. Yes. And I'm like, this is what I. I didn't know I wanted this. That's, that's yeah. Now and I texted. Every, and side note, I. I do jujitsu. I'm sorry, what's that again? I do jujitsu. Yeah. And like, I texted like all my jujitsu friends <laughs> this article. I'm like, why, why is this happening now? This should have happened like 10 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Back to stories about post-production. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I guess, uh, so we've hit, <laughs> I don't know. We've, we've hit, <laughs> we're, honestly, we guys were just riffing. Yeah. Well, we hit uh, reality workflow, documentary workflow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Scripted. I set my one, thing about that um <laughs> uh scripted workflow uh yeah. i guess so yeah so if anyone's interested i mean that's a big one that's a huge one that's the big one where you know everyone knows movies and tv yeah um so let's just jump into that real mm-hmm. quick it's it's actually pretty straightforward honestly yeah um it's the most straightforward one of the three um i would definitely say it's the most straightforward yeah. but it's definitely in its own world definitely yeah yeah, yeah. um like, also wait i just want to do one quick addendum sure. before we move on to this uh, the show that me and Jamie uh, met on, mm-hmm. and the reason why it was so uh, intense was because it was a live show. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So that changes up things a lot because yeah. uh, the deadlines that you're talking about was were like, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, you have 20 minutes to get something ready for air or, you know, you have two hours depending, you know. So Some, Sometimes you have the night before, but usually it's between 30 minutes and two hours. So I got a question for you. Yeah. What was the scariest thing that was ever said to you on that show? Nothing. 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 No one. You you had it way worse than I did. I had. I ate a lot of shit. You on ate show. tons of shit on that show. I didn't. Uh, uh, the person in question uh, loved me for some reason. Yeah, he he really liked you. I, I, think, I don't know why. I think he liked me too. He did like you, but yeah. he was like, "Oh God, this fucking guy. He's so goddamn green," <laughs> and it would like frustrate him. I think yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, he he liked me as a person. I think, but he was just like, "God damn it." Yeah. Like he's trying to communicate something to me and I just couldn't move fast enough. Right. Like yeah. I wasn't the robot he needed, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And I mean that in the most loving way. <laughs> I, yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh I, I think I mean like I got hurt. I got annoyed a lot, but no, I No, you were I, you were frustrated all the time. I was yeah, but that was mostly just a general cuz so on this <laughs> yeah. On that particular show, it there was a lot of um 
So the breakdown is you have like an executive producer, which is the boss boss, you have producers, and you have associate producers, otherwise known as APs. Mm -hmm. This show had a a fucking just a ton of APs. A Rolodex, if you will. Yeah. And I want to say maybe four of the 20 knew what they were doing. But it was wild, man, because like, I feel like uh, people were dropping like flies all the time in that show. Yeah. And they would, there was a PA who was like young and hungry and like just willing to work. Yeah. And they were like, all right, you, you could be an AP right now. Yeah. Cause the AP quit. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or someone would get bumped to producer. Right. And they just needed people. They just need bodies. Yeah. It yeah. was, what a wild show. I think by the end of that show, though, that, I think the issue was the band. Definitely by the end of that show, I was frustrated. I wasn't, I was, hmm, frustrated is not the right word. Um, I was, I was trying to be nice. Yeah. No, no, because there was there was a point where like I had a kid. He was a kid. Came up to me. I was a kid at the time too. So, <laughs> it was a kid, <laughs> but he was much younger than I was. And he comes in. He was just just promoted to AP because oh of what we were talking about. I'm trying to remember this kid. Uh, I'll explain it off air, but mm-hmm. you'll you'll know the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. And this kid comes, sits in my sits in my cubicle, puts his feet up, and he's like, "So I need like," and I, I'm like, "Okay, stop. Just stop right now. I'm gonna take care of this, and um, I'm just gonna do this." And you're gonna be fine. Yeah, and that's pretty much what happened because he had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, poor guy. Um, and I'm sure now he's very experienced. I'm sure he's fantastic. Yeah, but at the time, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, just stop. I know what just, I'm doing. Just stop. Fucking step just stop. off. Stop. Because <laughs> at this point, I, I I had been on the show for two years. Yeah, and you were like, a veteran. It was Vietnam. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, and this kid had just come on like six months earlier. So dude, I, was like, I mm, will. No. I will definitely say that was my Vietnam. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. there were moments. I think I told you this. Yeah. Like I worked at one shop. And there was a guy who um who had a similar uh voice to the creep director of the show. Oh, really? And he um he would do this he would do he would say hi to people the same exact way. Oh right. He would like, Yeah, yeah. So yeah. one day this guy came into my my I had my own edit this place, in this particular place. All right. And like he would come in and he would go, Hey man <laughs> the same way. Hey man, and like creative director, yeah. he always like creep up behind me because yeah. we were in cubicles, and he'd be like, "Hey man," and I knew that's like when the fucking fire was on, you know. So yeah. when this happened in the other show, I like I had shivers and I had a moment of like, yeah. like I wouldn't say fear, but pure terror. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no. Yeah. 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 And I looked and like, I was like, nervous. I was nervous. Yeah. My heart was racing. You I was like, oh. me. You hit me up in the, in the I, chat. I think, yeah, I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. I was, ner- I almost pissed myself. <laughs> I was so nervous. And, and I was just like, one of the APs yeah. on this, on this documentary that I was yeah. working on. But yeah, man, that was definitely my Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I had, I had another Vietnam after that. So I guess I had a Gulf War after Vietnam. <laughs> or, uh, you know, whatever. All the wars America won. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the stalemates. <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about the stalemates here. Yeah. No, I, I had one. Uh, where, um, Gulf War. Yeah, my Gulf War. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't Gulf War. What's the, what was uh, Operation fucking attack Afghanistan? What was it called? The one. Because uh, uh, Gulf War was really easy. Um, it's like uh, it, they, the one where we got o- Osama? Yeah, no. The, well, the one where we went to Afghanistan. Oh. Operation Tropic Thunder. It, or something. it was something like that. It, they, we always have the coolest names. And we do have really good names. I think yeah. it was Operation like Zero Dawn or something ridiculous. That's like really that. amazing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, anyway. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to fact check that shit. You fact check. 
Um, but <laughs> whatever that operation was. Um, when we invaded Afghanistan. When we invaded, yeah. It's like 2002, 2003. Right after 9 11. Yeah. You keep going. I'm going to look it up. Well, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I ended up, ended up having this job, a uh, lovely job, and I'm really grateful for it. But it was really funny because uh, the first week of that job, because I was coming in mid-season and uh, some other people had left. And so it was kind of just like a, like, oh man, we need somebody right now. So I kind of, I come in. Oh shit. You ready for the name? That's the name. God, (laughs) we come up with the best names. So this, it was Operation Enduring Freedom. Shit. That's really good. The request was dismissed by the U.S. as a meaningless delay tactic and it launched launched Operation Enduring Freedom on, on the 7th of October. 2001 with the United Kingdom. Jesus. Yeah. That is a really good name. Bad motherfuckers. Yeah. So my operation enduring freedom <laughs> was um, <laughs> uh, was uh, a TV show. Um, it was actually my first scripted show. And um, fucking great show. The team I worked with was amazing. All the editors are fantastic. Yeah. Um, the deadline, though, because I was kind of, so it was a little rough. And it wasn't rough because of the anything in particular. It was just that I was coming in midseason. Mm-hmm. And I think they were half like midway through an episode and the, and like me and the editor came on and they just needed the episode immediately. Yeah, it's it's just, done. just the way the timing worked out. Right. And I ended up spending a good solid just week living there. Like my first yeah. two weeks, I pretty much lived there. Right. And, um, and that was really about it. That was really the roughest part, but those two weeks left a fucking mark. <laughs> it's like, it was like, Oh shit. You felt it. Yeah. And it was also my first scripted anything. Yeah. So like it was an introduction to the scripted world. Yeah. Unlike any other, I assume, or maybe people have had this before, but it was like, I went, I went directly from being an online editor at a reality house right. to this. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's a you whole know? other animal. Yeah. 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 So like, so basically to break down the scripted workflow for anybody who's interested. So when you get a movie or a TV show, especially a TV show, mm-hmm. uh, you get, um, you start your days out. So pretty much what happens is the day before they'll shoot. Um, that night they'll send it off to a, uh, a post house to do, um, to throw a LUT on it. And a LUT is just pretty much color for the original camera footage. Right. Sync the audio. And then they'll send you the dailies the next day. So by the morning, the next day, so they shoot on a Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday morning, you have dailies to work with right. to prep for your editor. Um, from there, uh, they edit, <laughs> Yeah, no, but they edit and then, uh, it goes into, um, Director's cut and then producer's yeah. cut. So you, so the way it breaks down is you have an editor's cut, which is the first cut uh, of the dailies coming in. So you have dailies coming in and the editor works as the dailies come in. Right. And they get like a couple of extra days at the end of the shoot day. So a TV show generally shoots uh, eight to 10 days. Um, and that's how, so every 45 minute episode of a show you watch, they shot that in eight to 10 days. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully you guys can appreciate a little bit more a wonderfully shot TV show. Yeah. Because it, it, it's done really quickly. Yeah. Um, it's honestly, it's amazing. Um, it's fantastic. Like you know. the amount of planning, not to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good, like you're good. the amount of planning that goes into it mm-hmm. and then the execution of it. Um, and then, oh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of times where there's reshoots, but like a lot of times there isn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's no budget for that yeah. sometimes. And it's just kind of incredible. Like the amount of work that goes into it at, before post. Yeah. The pre-production the lands, is crazy. It's so wild. Yeah. Um, particularly in scripted. Yeah. I'm not talking about reality. Right, 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 right. Right, we, we moved on from reality yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah. This is solely in scripted, especially yeah. TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, feature films are a whole other beast. 
into themselves. Um, Whole other ballgame. Yeah, but in a TV show, you have to really appreciate the fact that like they do that in a very f- quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I said, eight to ten days, and yep. to shoot. So when you get so the thing is when you sh- when they shoot a show or you get a script for a TV show, they're not forty five minutes long. You know, you watch a TV show that's forty five minutes with commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, so an hour with commercials, but forty five minutes content. Um, or 42 minutes, depending on the show. And, but when you do the rough cut, the editor's cut that comes through of all the dailies cut directly to the script. So an editor's cut is pretty much the dailies that come in, they have the script and they match the script directly. There's mm-hmm. no changes. It's just, it's exactly as the script goes. Right. Um, and a lot of time that script will be, you know, well, sometimes that script can be 55 yeah. pages, 60 pages, you know, and just huge, a full hour. Yeah. And they, sh- they shoot that and, you know, eight to 10 days, yeah. you know, and then you have like amazing performances, amazing camera work, yeah. all that stuff done very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so then the next process after that is to go into director's cut. So the director, so directors from TV shows are a little bit different than a film. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a different director per episode. Right. Uh, usually, <clears throat> unless you're David Fincher and you just do all of them. <laughs> and then you're just like, this is my movie. <laughs> yes. This is my 12 hour movie. Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, just doing a whole season of a movie. Yeah. Um, he's so he's fucking crazy. I, I kind of want to work with him. I, he, I, yeah, because he sounds like such a madman. I feel like you would learn the most you would ever learn. Yeah, you know, seriously. Like it's, yeah. it's anyway. That's got to be an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's him and the guy who did um Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Mm-hmm. Him and Soderbergh. Soderbergh is yeah. so experimental. Oh yeah. Like, like it, um, I would think I was telling you about this. Like, there was this kid mm-hmm. in Vancouver who wanted to shoot uh the short film. Yeah. And immediately reminded me of a uh, Soderbergh. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was yeah. like, I want to cut your film. Right. Like, I don't care how old you are. Yeah. Like, I yeah. want to cut your film. And then we kept talking, and uh-huh. like, we lost contact. Oh, that's bummer. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, he was like, "Yeah, totally, I'll bring you on." Uh-huh. Uh And like, we, I guess, I don't know what happened, but um, he'll hit you up in like three months. Yeah, he's gonna hit me up when he needs help. Yeah. But like, it got me really excited because he wants to shoot. Like, he was like, "I want to shoot on iPhones." That's great. And that's how Soderbergh does yeah. it. That's how he rolls. So he shot that feature on an iPhone. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Unsane. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, like really weird. Yeah. When it gets weird and experimental, I like I'm on board. I don't care how fucking hard it is. Like for me, that's Yeah. Like that's just unique. It's fun. Well, that's where you want to be. Yeah. yeah. I want to be in the place that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the only way you can really grow. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, sorry, Kim. Sorry. Uh, no, no, you're totally fine. But just, yeah. uh, getting back to that, just quick breakdown. Mm-hmm. So then your director comes in for four days. That's the DGA rules, the mm-hmm. Director's Guild rules. They do their notes pass. And then uh, after that, the producers come in. The producers get a pass, so like about a week, send that to the studio. Uh, then the studio gets passed, and they send it to the network. Network gets passed, then you get a lock cut. Yep. Lock cut. So all of this, so all these cuts and all this information that's kind of going back and forth, all that goes through. I got like fucking. Dude, just turn it off. I did. So what's the beef? It's the computer. It's my computer. Oh well, yeah, we're I fucked. Can't, I can't really can't do yeah, it. Can't about turn them. that off. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, back to uh, welcome to the show. Beep. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> um. R two D two. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Every time that every time a beep goes off, I'm gonna cut it R two D two. He's just cursing all the time. Yeah. Uh, but all that stuff happens. Um. So from shooting to the end of the lock happens in about two months. Right. Roughly. Uh, give or take. Yep. Um, so every TV show you watch is done in two months. Give every epi- every episode of a show you watch is done in about t- 
two months if it's a network show usually yeah if you're doing like a hulu or a netflix then that's kind of all done at the same time and yeah you, know, you still have deadlines but it's yeah it's a little i don't, I don't want to you worked like, on that actually I, yeah I, I worked on yeah. a hulu show yeah very recently yeah it's um i don't know if we're gonna cut the rami part out but that's yeah, fine because you, yeah. you can say a hulu show yeah yeah re- very recently but like um it's a it's similar to like a network show right where uh you know you have the editor's cut you got the Directors, director's cut, producer's yeah. cut, and then you have a network cut. Mm-hmm. Like there's no studio cut. So well, that's interchangeable. Sometimes it's, if the network is the studio and the studio is the network, right? Well, really yeah. In, the, in this case, it's Hulu. Right. So it was pretty. Uh, definitely say it was unique. Right. In that sense. Yeah. Um, because we did follow these rules, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, you're delivering the whole thing in one shot. Right. So if the network deemed a show like hey this just needs more time right you know or we need reshoots for this or this doesn't whatever it is right uh we literally had like we had i think uh two episodes that basically were put on on ice oh wow for like three months and like the editors would just work on other shit Mm -hmm. and like and then they would go back to it eventually it's like going back to homework or something it was just that was how the show was built so it's a very unique um Streaming service stuff, it's yeah. very unique in that sense. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling it's, this is, again, this is my first mm-hmm. streaming service show. Yeah. I have a feeling it's like this all the time. Like, sure. It just makes sense. Yeah. That, like, there's this, like, freedom to it because like, you're building a whole season. Right. Um, yeah. Everything's coming out at once, so you right. have to have it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And there's yeah. not this pressure of, like, getting it out the door in two months. Sure. There's only, it's just the pressure to get all 10 episodes out in the last month. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the only, the only streaming service thing I, uh, I worked on a docuseries mm. for Netflix. And, um, I can mention that actually. I worked on Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Yeah. And that was just a four part docuseries. Right. And, um, that was interesting because we would send out cuts this in kind of a similar fashion. Maybe, you know, cut one, two, three, four. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it only got stressful towards the end where it was like, okay. These are all locked, but yeah. you know now we got to like this needs a tweak, that needs a tweak, something yeah. somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, um, it's it. Uh, but yeah, we're scripted though. I didn't, I didn't, no, but it's yeah. it's literally the same thing we're talking no. about. Like, yeah. it's you have all the time in the world until it's crunch time. Yeah, that's that's the feeling. It's like yeah. we could work on all these episodes. We just mm. keep working, keep playing with it, keep playing with it. Oh my god, it's premiering next month. Right. Yeah. We got to lock stuff. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. We got to send it to the sound house now. Yeah. You know, so we got to send a color right now. Well, yeah, that's, that kind of becomes similar to network where yeah. it's like, okay, well, this is, this is. Then the pressure's on. Yeah. The air, the air date's coming up. So, mm-hmm. you know, just get it done. We got to finish this. Yeah. Like today. Yeah. Um, the movies are completely different thing. Movies are just kind of. Yeah. It's whenever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they want it. Well, yeah. We, we worked in indies. Yeah. So and on indie films, it's a little bit, you know. Yeah. You just kind of. Rolled punches into. I love, I love doing indie films. It's great. It's yeah. such a good time. Yeah, it's like, and there's so many unique characters in indie films. I love it. It's yeah. so, it's so much fun. Yeah, um, you get, yeah, you get to meet a lot of, a lot of people on it. Plus, you're really close with the the crew. You know, you're close yeah. with like the, the teams, and you, yeah. you meet the director a lot. You work with the director really closely mm-hmm. sometimes. And, yeah, or for the most part, you generally know the director really well. Right. Um. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indie films are fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, and they're they're very unique in there. Yeah, yeah, they're not like studio films. I haven't worked in a studio film yet, so me neither. That's the goal. That's the that's the paycheck goal. 
Yeah. That's just the goal in general, but it's also a massive paycheck. I just, I, yeah, I want to work on something that's a fat check. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, mostly not because it pays me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That is a big part of it. That's a big part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's not a lot. Admittingly. Yeah. Come but on. like mostly because I want to learn how that, that process is done. Yeah. Um, I want a Marvel movie so bad. You know, yeah. I don't care that much. I, I wanted to originally. Yeah. Like, I, I think I told you guys in the last episode. Yeah. Or briefly. Like, so there's only two things or two mm. or three things I would ever want to direct. Oh, Shazam. And Shazam was one of them. Yeah. And I saw that trailer and I was really mad and I really wanted to hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is really good. Yeah. I'm like, this is going to be really good. Yeah. And people kind of shitted on it because it was like, it's not giving enough information. It looks okay. Right, yeah, We're yeah. like in the stage of superhero movies where, you know, yeah. um, and now people are raving about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm mad. Yeah. Because it's not my movie. Selfishly. The movie that. I want to work on no matter what, uh, or at least try to work on, uh, if it ever comes out. Um, and I was a little upset because it kind of came out already, but mm-hmm. if they ever do a live action version, yeah. uh, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. That is, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's and, gonna happen. And I just, I want to be on that movie. Yeah. It's going to happen. And like, like in some capacity, you know, I, Tom Holland can't do it forever. I mean, and he's young as shit. Yeah. So he might, he's going to do it for a while. Well, I feel like if they're going to do it, that was the time. This is the time, you know, like, uh, like in the third movie, bring in Miles, man, you know, because that's going to be, that's, yeah, that's the dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could introduce, um, whatever, it's the yeah, Infinity War. They could yeah. do all sorts of stuff. They got to wrap shit up. Yeah. Like, I was going to say they could, they could get really like funky and like introduce dimensions. I think like, it's going to happen. And like, there's yeah. another Spider-Man and it's fucking Miles. Sure. And that's it. Yeah. And, but I'm telling you, my, my whole theory is that uh, Endgame, we're kind of falling way off topic here. Yeah. But my whole theory is yeah, nerdy uh, now. Yeah, straight nerdy. Yeah, not, not just edit nerdy. Yeah, you call it street nerdy. Straight nerdy. <laughs> yeah. Um, my whole theory is that Endgame is not the real s- subtitle. Yeah, it's uh, Secret, Secret Wars. <laughs> Secret Wars. Uh, and I, and I feel like it's gonna happen. I don't think so. Probably I think it's, I think we're watching fucking Endgame. I think that's it. If there yeah. were, dude, listen, this the tra- a new trailer dropped today, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't see it yet. If they were gonna do it. They were going to do it today. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But if it comes out of Secret Wars, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I called it. I yeah. fucking called it like you did call six it. months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But uh, anyway. so that's the workflow for scripted. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's scripted. At some point, you start talking about Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but no, that would be the movie I would want to work on. If yeah. If it was a big budget movie, it'd, a Marvel. Be, it'd be a Marvel, specifically a Miles Morales Spider Man you know, movie. Admittingly, I would love to do like. Um, Guardians? No. I love Guardians because so I'd want to work with James Gunn really bad. I wouldn't want to do yeah. like an adaptation of an anime, but Akira. It's, yeah, yeah. But like the last, the last few, the last few have not been good. Ghost so, in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. I mean, yeah. I kind of. I watched it. It wasn't that bad. It's not bad. Yeah, and I, like I don't get why people hate it. I, you know, I stand. Never mind. The scar, the scar like, part. There's yeah. there's moments in that movie where you're mm-hmm. like. I, I don't think it's her fault because she's fantastic. No, it's not. Yeah. There's moments in that movie where you could tell like she's she's poorly directed. Yeah. And and when I say poorly directed, I don't mean the director going up to her and being like, "Here's a bad note." Hey, this is what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. I mean, like, like there's so many moving parts to this. Sure. And the yeah. the director is told something, and he needs to address it and like tweak the character a certain way. Right. So he's telling her to do that thing. Right, yeah. And there's moments where it comes off and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember. I'm totally off topic. That's fine. Um, 
you remember this moment where she's having a conversation at the police station mm-hmm. and then she totally turns into like a robot basically. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah, I have yeah. no emotion. Remember? Right, like yeah. they kind of spill out the guts uh-huh. of the movie and mm-hmm. you're like, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah. It was so left field yeah. to the character mm-hmm. and to what ScarJo is uh, portraying in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they just forget about that, all that stuff. Yeah. Right yeah, after yeah, that yeah. shot. It was yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's just like some weird like studio note. Yeah, thing. probably. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it feels like somebody who was probably potentially not familiar with the source material. Yeah. And then just kind of gave like a note, like, oh, they should feel like a robot here. Yeah. And then they just kind of did it. And they did the thing. It's yeah. over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, admittingly, I would love to do something like Cowboy Bebop or Tri- Trigon. Or- Trigon or... Yeah, those are the two that, you know... Yeah. yeah. I think it's like necessary. Yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. Cowboy's being done. Cowboy's being done. Yeah. Trigun should be a series. They should both be series. I mean, honestly, they should just remake it as a live action and just yeah. not even... Try to condense it. I know. think uh, Josh Sweden should do Cowboy. I don't want him to touch anything. No. No more? No. No more stuff? No. Or? Well, he, he Firefly. Firefly is basically Cowboy Bebop. It is. And that's, that, that, which is interesting because that, that is basically Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. But I don't, <clears throat> I like Josh Sweden a lot. Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny because, you know, I'm, I'm talking shit. <laughs> I, I, I said I didn't like him, and then like I thought about it. Like I watched uh, Age of Ultron recently, yeah. and I'm like, this actually isn't bad. It's 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 the Iron Man two of the Avengers movies. Yeah. This is world building. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's not bad. It's just you, you can tell he's tired. You can tell he's tired, and you can tell there's a lot of world building for the the next ten movies. Yeah, you know, um, which is what Iron Man two was. Yeah. was everyone's like, oh, Iron Man two sucks. I'm like, no, yeah. it's just world building. It's it, just you know, there's a line in Avengers two where it's like, oh, you can tell like. You could tell that dude's exhausted. <laughs> Where, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. There's a moment in the movie where he like breaks the entire fucking movie. Oh, he's like, I'm gonna do with arrows. This is all crazy. None of this makes sense. Yeah. And you're like, this is totally just him. Like- <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the best line in yeah. the movie though. We're, we're in an island in the sky. I'm yeah. shooting arrows at robots. None of this makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. That's the best line yeah. of the movie, though. Because that just feels like yeah. a moment of frustration on set. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're just... <laughs> the moment you go out there, you're an Avenger. Yeah, you just, just do the thing. Yeah. This yeah. is the third act. Just do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> the third act, just do the thing. It's true. <laughs> it's just yeah. fight the war yeah. with the fucking robots. Yeah. It was great. It was a great idea when we wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want to go over... Uh... So, uh, we should start wrapping up soon, because mm-hmm. we've been doing this for like an hour and a half, uh, yeah, roughly. Um... So you want to go over any stuff we're trying to work on right now, or do you want personal to, projects? Yeah, personal projects. Do you want to do that, or do you want to skip that? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so I guess I'll just do. Uh, so um, origin stories. Origin stories. Yeah. What's your origin story? Yeah. Uh, in terms of post or terms, like in well, I mean, general? No, I got. Uh, you can do a brief general and mostly post. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I got my start uh, through a program uh, called Made in New York. Uh-huh. Um. They teach people how to be a production assistants. Right. Um, and I did that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I did that, and um, I got on a ton of shit. Like mm-hmm. it just, I met some dude at at a like at a park, when, yeah. like my friend's friend. Yeah. He was working on a movie, and then it just kind of snowballed. And oh, I just did awesome. a bunch of like production work, and then I worked as like uh, a particular company pretty, uh, called Primo Lux. Mm-hmm. I did a bunch of stuff for them, and eventually I started doing a lot of reality TV stuff mm-hmm. on set, and I just you know, express my interest working in post. Right. And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll get you, we'll bring you on. And it was a post-production assistant. Right. And I would help out from there. Mm-hmm. And I would try to like watch over the assistant editors or try to see if they could give me stuff to do. Right. And like learn Avid. And I found that to be the worst way to learn it. 
but um <laughs> it was just true like i don't yeah. I, didn't, I didn't learn shit yeah um because it like you're trying to learn something and these poor guys are just trying to get their day the, like the day done yeah like, they just need yeah. to work um so you being a little dickhead little shithead <laughs> fucking all these questions teach, oh my God, me. teach me what's what's this mean you know it's like what's that button do? yeah so how i got my my uh my experience yeah. as a assistant editor, mm-hmm. um, I just lied. Like I, mm-hmm. I um, which is the most common way. Uh, yeah, I, I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah, like I, uh, so one show I worked on. Yeah, um, they needed uh the, that production company. They needed an assistant editor on another show. Mm-hmm. So I contacted them. I'm like, hey, you know, I've done post work. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I spoke to the uh, post supervisor. Mm-hmm. On over the phone, and he's like, "So you know how to do this?" I'm like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how to do this? Yes. Uh, how much? What's your What's your day rate? And I gave like a super low rate. Right. And he was like, "Okay." And like, obviously, I was green. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I was green. I was getting a low rate, and he was willing to bring me on at nights, which was oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, which was yeah. awesome for you know for me. Um. That being said, I fucked up a lot on that show. Right. Um. I sh- I should have gotten fired. Looking back, yeah. Um, I'm happy I didn't get fired. Right. Um, I understand that I <laughs> we we haven't worked together ever since. <laughs> um, but it it kind of laid the groundwork for me working as assistant editor. Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. the show was called Barbecue <clears throat> Pit Masters. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's how I got my start in the business. No, oh, right. On post. Yeah. How about you, Ben? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I started really young, which is really weird mm-hmm. because, um, I had an odd conversation. I remember I was, I think I was going to, uh, I'm going to go way back yeah. for this, but I, I was having a weird, I had a weird conversation with my dad where I think we were on our way to go see Jurassic Park <laughs> or something like that. Right. Or some Spielberg movie. And he, he looks at me and he's like, what do you want to do with your life? I'm 12. <laughs> Dude, it's a normal conversation. Yeah. I've had that conversation too. It's fucking weird. It's weird. You know, like how dare you ask like, you? Yeah, I was just playing Rogue One. I was playing Rogue One earlier. Like, what do yeah. you want? Or like, whatever they're playing Sonic. Yeah, whatever the Sega. game was. You know what I'm saying? And um, not Rogue One. That's a movie. It's probably Rogue, you know, Rogue Squadron. Rogue. There we go. What a fucking great game. Great game. Yeah. Go um, on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, no, but uh, we're in a car and we see the movie, and he's like, "So what do you do with your life?" And we're got, we're on our way to see movies. So I'm like, oh, "Movies? Yeah. yeah like, movies? movies? Yeah, I guess." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, cool. You should do that." I'm like, "Cool." That was it. That was it. He was he was just like super into it, and he was like, "You should pursue that. You should. Right. That's what you want to do. You should pursue supportive it." Supportive dad. He's really supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. my my sister again. My sister worked in the industry. Yeah. And like, I always wanted to do movies as a kid too. Yeah. Like I remember fucking. Uh, I think I told you the story before. Like in the fourth grade, uh, uh, Star Wars was super hot. Like they were doing the uh, the, they kept doing the remasters. Yeah. And yeah. um, then like. Uh, everyone was writing like side stories and like mm-hmm. connecting, like trying to connect the movies and stuff yeah. like that. And Shadows of the Empire came out. Yes. Which is that. fucking great. It's fucking great. And Game, book. Oh, my, the whole so thing, good. dude. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. And uh, one of my friends was like, we should make this a movie. <laughs> We're in the fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. We should make this a movie. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'll play Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And, which was really funny. It was like, he was like uh, this Peruvian kid who was like wide. Yeah. He had like no business. Being, I, like I should have been Luke. Well, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, you have the like, hair. I have the hair and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I want to be Dash Rendar. 
No, well, that's that's the best part of the movie. Yeah, it's fucking know? Dash. I'm like, yeah. I want to be Dash. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be in the Outrider. Mm-hmm. Fucking, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like, we would like uh, just buy like the action figures and like, this is how you dress. And this, <laughs> like, we were just like planning shit. And, yeah. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. And then we're, one day, like, one of my friends had a camera. Like, yeah. it's just all like memories. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to connect shit together. Yeah. Like, one of my friends brought a camera, and we're at like my friend's house in his living room. <laughs> like trying to do a scene. Oh my god! And we're like, "What the fuck are we like?" And it was like such a cool thing. Yeah. And when you realize, like, there's so much more that goes into it. <laughs> and I was like, "I want to do this for the rest of my life." Kind of yeah. feeling. Um, I had no idea how to do that. Right. Uh, my sister was a producer, mm-hmm. still is a producer, right? And she kind of uh, planted the seed in my head where she was like, "Because uh, originally I was I was just writing shit." Right. Like I just. Well, let, you, came, you came from an English background. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a. I'm, I write. Yeah. I'm, I'm a writer. English, English major. I'm an English I'm a writer. Yeah. And uh, put words on a page. <laughs> I put. I create. <laughs> fucking writers. <laughs> um, from nothing. I, I just out of thin air. Yeah. Um. My sister was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, dude." Because she, me and my brother were always playing on the computer or like Sega Genesis. Or, yeah. Like we had an ability to just be in front of technology yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time at that age. Yeah. So she planted the seed in my head. She was like, hey man, you should be an editor. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And she's like, well, it's someone who t- takes like a bunch of, like all the footage together mm-hmm. and makes a scene and makes a movie out of it or makes mm-hmm. a whatever. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And I feel like. You know, because you're creative and you could be technical, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you could sit down and do that. Like, that, right. that's the hardest part about doing it. It's like fucking sitting down in front of a computer. And just doing it. And just doing the thing. Yeah. And she was like... You, that is I, the hardest part of editing. That's honestly. literally the hardest part. Yeah. And she's like, I feel like you have that ability. Yeah. So she planted that seed, I think, like, in the ninth or 10th grade oh, in wow. my head. That's really early. That's really... Yeah. And yeah. like... And then it turned into a thing of like... Well, it was just me asking questions all right. the time, like obsessively yeah. Yeah. asking movie questions. And she was the one where I was like, hey, maybe I should study film in college. And she was like, mm. don't do that. Oh, really? Yeah, straight up. She was like, don't uh-huh. study film. Mm. She's like, it's a waste of time. That's fair. She's like, don't do it. Yeah. Study something that's important. So I studied mm. English. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> See, I went to film school. <laughs> <laughs> no, but English, English is useless too. Oh, no, dude, you can, you can put together a sentence properly. Yeah. I can. Uh, not really. Have you mm. seen me talk? Well, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, no, I went to I went to film school. I went to a technical film school right. in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, wait, let me go back. Actually, yeah, because um, so that conversation happened in the car. Yeah, um, and then like nothing happened for like five years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. You just yeah. go right, and that's the end of it. Uh, no, actually, one thing happened. It's similar to your Dash Randar story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really in love with Resident Evil Two ah. at the time when I was a kid. And I had this one kid, uh, one friend of mine, uh, his name was John. Actually, his name was Rodolfo, but he, for some reason he went by John. And uh, I don't know why. To this day, I don't know why. Um, hey, man. Yeah, Props to John. Is. Yeah, you know. And, um, but he had straight hair and I had like, I have my fucking You're afro. Pro. So, but I, yeah. I would cut it short. So I was like, I, I can play Chris Redfield. You can play Leon <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> I love and it. I had like my dad's like old, like fucking, I don't know. It was whatever the fuck whatever camera. camera it was yeah. at the time. And like, uh, it was fucking, we're sitting here like Mount Vernon and like, 
it was just the it's a fucking demilitarized zone. Yeah. But um, Raccoon City. Yeah, it's and then we played it as Raccoon City, and yeah. like, like we like uh, went in front of the uh, train station, mm-hmm. which is where like it's like right behind my house. Yeah, and it was like you know, it's the Metro North Station. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if anyone wants to know this, if you're from Westchester, it's the uh, Metro uh, Mount Vernon West Station. Yeah. And we were out there pretending <laughs> like it was like, and we're just basically just two kids running around with a camera. And yeah, a yeah, lot. that's what you do. <laughs> that's what you did. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was pretty funny. Mm. And then uh, I had, and then like, so a couple of years go by and then eventually I end up in, uh, I was in high school and um, I ended up in the TV department as like a full blown hardcore nerd like yeah. in the t- the av department and shit right. you know and uh but what really got me into film really into filmmaking was that i applied on a lark for this like nyu program for high school kids mm. and i ended up getting in somehow and um so weird it was really weird because like i'm they, not saying you didn't deserve it i'm just saying it's no no it was crazy. weird it was really weird because like the the uh, i remember the application process yeah. and it was like what's what's one of your favorite movies and for some reason at the time as a as a as, this is how fucking weird I was as a 12 year old mm. I was really into Abbott and Costello oh shit yeah I was like super into Abbott and Costello so I had I wrote an entire like you know I'm gonna say an entire but it was like two pages mm. uh, essay on the merits of Abbott and Costello in filmmaking <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I didn't I know now yeah. that that was actually really intelligent that's brilliant, <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. but yeah. at the time I was like I'm just really into this this yeah. is cool I enjoy this yeah, yeah. that's what you're thinking yeah as an adult looking back I'm like god I was way smarter then than I am now and yeah, drugs uh, are drugs are yeah, drugs and beer fuck you up yeah it's a hell of a thing yeah cocaine's a hell of a drug cocaine's <laughs> a hell of a drug <laughs> but um I don't do cocaine <laughs> I don't do any of those things except that one or two times um <laughs> no but uh so I did that and I ended up getting into that uh, into that program mm-hmm. and um it was teachers from the actual from actually NYU and yeah. it was like it was so I got introduced to like a lot more like art films and that kind of thing because at this point I'd only been uh, you know I'd only been introduced to like standard Right, blockbuster films, or you know, yeah, Spiel- Park, Spielberg, you know, Spielberg in general, or whatever, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, I had this weird app and Castle thing. Um, <laughs> I fucking love that. I still yeah. love it. But uh, so that so I did that, and then I ended up going to um, doing that for the summer, and um, yeah, that really kicked it off because in in my at that point is when I learned Avid. right? Because I actually learned Final Cut Pro in that program, but then my teacher in high school decided to buy an Avid. Mm-hmm. So we had Avid in my high school. See, that's brilliant. Yeah. I wish, like, um, maybe... It was Avid Express, so uh, it was whatever. back in the day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, man, that is back in the day. Back in the day. But, like, that's something I kind of want to do for my high school. Yeah. I want to kind of contact them and be like, hey. Get Avid. Do a fucking film thing. Because, like, I didn't have that. And I kind of wish I did. Yeah. And I think it's important because um, it is, it, it's, an, it's an aspect of art. Oh, it is. Totally is, yeah. And it should be involved in, co- in high schools, and people yeah. should be okay with shooting footage and oh, yeah. dicking around with it on the computer yeah. and just figuring it out. Learning how to do it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's super important to have in yeah. high school if you want to become a filmmaker. Yeah. And if you don't, that's cool. You figure that out then. Yeah. But um, you'll know by the time you're done with high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll know. Yeah. You know, yeah. And instead of like this long, dragged out, because I had a long, dragged out process. But like, right, do I yeah. want to do film? And it was just yeah. me thinking about it. Oh, wow. For God knows how long. Yeah. And then I finally like started working in it and that's how I started earning my bones. Right. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Well, it's, it's funny cause like, um, like I said, I started in high school. Mm-hmm. So like I had this, uh, oddly enough, I had a teacher named, uh, Mr. Costello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this up. It's fucking haunting you. Yeah, Jesus. I know. And, uh, he was the one who introduced me to like watching like, I think I watched the Godfather for the first time in class, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff like that. Great film. Great film. 
And, um, but anyway, so like from that point forward, I went to college. I went to some shitty school in Philly because I wanted to be a skateboarder. And, uh, I was like, oh, I'm fucking skateboard and make films. Uh, ended up only doing like half of those things. Yeah. And, uh, mostly drugs. And, um, <laughs> got back All to drugs, me. half the skateboarding. Yeah. Maybe uh, a movie. I made like one movie. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, I burned it. <laughs> Did you burn it? Uh, I found the tape. The, 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 I actually found the tape of the, locked cut because mm-hmm. it was back when it was back in tape days yeah, yeah. so we had output tape the digibetas yeah you know it was actually a um it wasn't digibeta it was a sony uh hd like it was like the mini pv cams but the bigger ones yeah the hdr or something yeah something like that and i had that tape and i think actually i still may have that tape in that trunk over there but all the other files all the other tapes gone Burned oh up. Fuck. fucking just destroy them i want to see this movie it's terrible I, I'm so okay with bad. that. Let's it's watch it. It's so bad. One day, uh, uh, once I get, I guess I'm going to read that fucking material. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so like uh, to, the first job I actually got though was um, very similar to you where I had been working a bunch of, I was back in New York and mm. I was doing a bunch of like random like little gigs here and there. And it was, it was for this show called, um, two, it was a reality house that was doing two pilots or two mm. first seasons. Uh, at the same time of uh, an investigation discovery show mm-hmm. shows. And one was called Days from Hell. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Dirty Little Li- Dirty Little Liars, I think. <laughs> or Dirty Liars or Dirty Little Liars. I don't remember. Dirty Laundry Liars. I don't know. And um, they were like, you know Avid? I'm like, yes. Yeah, you just fucking lie. Because I knew Final Cut really well. Yeah. I had worked on Avid in high school, but I hadn't... I'd, from college on, I've been working in Final Cut. Mm. And, uh, so, you know, I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, luckily the AE at the time, uh, this guy, uh, George, he was really knowledgeable, knowledgeable and really open to helping me out. And then uh, he like run me, he ran me through like what yeah. I need to do. And from that point forward. Yeah. You know, went from there. Yeah. You just kind of ran. Yeah. And then I just kind of worked way too much. Yeah. And then next the thing you know, it's eight years later. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Doing a fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit. Talking shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the origin story. Right. Yeah. That's cool. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, so this is us. Uh, maybe we'll do this again. Yeah. Do some more stories, more post. Yeah. You know, you know we have days stories. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both have a day off. Yeah. yeah. Just talk uh, shit. Yeah, talk shit. Talk, uh, get technical. If you guys want to hear us do more technical stuff, let us know. If yeah, not, please send us questions. Uh, you can actually send it to... Uh, j3filmworks at gmail.com uh, if you have any questions for us yeah. in, the, in the show. If you want us to talk you know, more post stories, happy to do that too. Yeah, we're down to do career killing content. Yeah. Um, but that's... Uh, <laughs> that's borderline what this is. That's borderline. Yeah. We got real close. Yeah, got dangerously times. close. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm Jim Chalas and you can find me on Instagram at, uh, at jchalas. Uh, you can find us at, at on Instagram at least at, at postcast podcast. Um, you can also find us on iTunes, Buzzsprout. Spotify, Buzzsprout, mm-hmm. Stitcher, so, YouTube. Uh, YouTube. You can find us. Like, so YouTube's a little confusing because YouTube, you can find us at J3 Filmworks, right? Um, but the or you can really search the Postcast Podcast, but right. you're gonna find like a golf podcast and like a horse racing podcast. Yeah, and it gets also weird. Us, it's a little strange. Yeah. So just search J3 Filmworks, right? And uh, you'll 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 find us eventually. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie, you want to do your stuff or no? Uh, well, I'm Jamie. Uh, don't yeah. find me. Yeah, I don't you, find you, him. Like, you got it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go look at the postcast, Instagram yeah. and shit. And yeah. You message me from there. I don't want to give out my personal information. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like I said, uh, if you want to, if you have any questions for us, or if you have any uh, things, uh, J3Filmworks at gmail.com. Yeah. All right, guys. Cool. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye. Next time on the postcast. Avengers! Assemble. Avengers Endgame. This has been a J3 Filmworks production. 